You're listening to Sports and Corks. I'm Emily, and I'm joined by a guest today. I'm Mary. And still all the same sports stuff, but um, another week of another guest. But you all know Mary at this point, so we can jump right in and talk about the bowl games coming up. Um, love a bowl game talk. I love a bowl game debate. I love all the bowls, the cereal bowls, the bowling balls, the bowl cuts. Let's get into it. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, so bowl games start on Friday. Um, starting with the Bahamas Bowl with Middle Tennessee and Toledo. So, you know, lots of viewers watching that one at noon Eastern. Mm. <laughs> I mean, at least these kids have an excuse to go on a vacation. Yeah, at least they're going to be somewhere nice. I would be mad, like, so Wyoming is going to a bowl. I would be mad if I started my Christmas vacation where Wyoming's going, because I'd be like, man, it's colder here than Laramie. So... You know, you win some, you lose some. And at this rate, everyone goes to a bowl game because every single company wants to sponsor one. Hey, hold on, hold on. Not everyone gets to go to a bowl game. It's true. Some of us Longhorns are a little sad this year. Yeah. Insensitive. It's it's tough. It's real tough. And especially after last year when the Longhorns, I think we're the only Big 12 team to win a bowl game in 2021. Ugh. It, you know, tough. It's a roller coaster out here. It's tough on these streets to be a Longhorn fan, especially when you don't go 500. I'm nothing if not loyal, though, and I just maybe I should put that on my hinge profile. You you should. <laughs> you know that you're opening yourself up for men to say real dumb stuff to you. Mm, fair enough. Fair enough. Good call. Not making that edit. I mean, you could. Because then you could troll them. But, like, it's all about how you want to, like, use the app. I myself... I mean, that's all the reason to have Hinge these days. You're trying to get banned? Sometimes I just get in a mood and I just say, (laughs) not, like, actually abusive and mean stuff, but I'll be like, this is very ridiculous. Why did you say this? Then I'm just hoping some guy is like, I feel attacked, and they report me. Good Um, for you. I think I'm going to join that train because I think it's just for fun now. It can't be for real. It, it doesn't feel real, and it's, like, that's that's what makes it fun, because it's not, like, the apps aren't really fun, but if you turn them into a game of, like, what is the most wild, and Hinge makes it easier than Bumble, because you have to actually swipe on someone. Hinge, you just comment on something, so if they're, like, I'm looking for a queen, it's, like, um no, we're American. We actively look to not have a queen. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is incredible. Uh, there's some insight to how dating's going for me. Uh. <laughs> Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Back to the bowls. Um, so the Cure Bowl will ha- feature Northern Illinois and Coastal Carolina. Um, another matchup that I'm sure the, the betting fans will be all in on. The rest of us will be doing something else Friday evening when this game is on. I think if you gave me 500 guesses, I would not have guessed that was who was in that bowl. I didn't know it was a bowl until I looked up the bowl games. Fair enough. Fair enough. They're really killing me. The Duke's Mayo Bowl. Ah, I love the Duke's Mayo Bowl. I mean, Duke's Mayo is arguably one of the best mayos, but like that just sounds like, like a huge bowl of some kind of like chicken salad. I don't know, man. 
It, these companies are getting out of pocket. They, a little bit, a lot of it. Like, it makes sense where you have, like, the Boca Raton Bowl or the New Mexico Bowl or the New Orleans Bowl. But I'll like, even give you the Tostitos Fiesta Bowl. Oh, yeah. Who doesn't love a like nice crispy Tostitos during, you know, a football sporting event? You, you're right. It's very true. Well, but the other, other people want to get in on it, like Lending Tree. Good old lending tree. In Gasparilla. <laughs> in Camellia. I don't even know. I was like, about to say, can you tell me what these companies are? I don't. I'm just looking at the bowl games and I'm like, where did these come from? Oh, Who, man. What does happen? Oh, we have the Quick Lane Bowl. The Liberty right. Bowl. Not the Liberty Bowl and the Independence Bowl. I'm like, ooh, they're the American Bowls. Yeah. And like... No one's surprised that Mississippi State and Texas Tech are in a Liberty Bowl, you no. know? No, not even a little bit. <laughs> it really, at least they're sticking to their brand. Yeah, exactly. But I like the Guaranteed Rate Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? God, they're going to sell so much, what is it, insurance <laughs> during that three hours? They're going to be, it's only going to be insurance commercials. Oh, not even confident that guaranteed rate is insurance, but here we are. You would think that, like, if you are the company that is naming this bowl game, you would pick, like, if you were like, you know, I'm not going to go with the name of my company. Like, come and go. Like, if they were to be the sponsor of a bowl, do you think they should call it the come and go bowl? Lord, please, no. no. Stop. <laughs> like, that's what I'm Someone's saying. fired. <laughs> And they wouldn't let that happen. Like, a marketing team would actively work to stop that from happening. They'd be like, mm -hmm. I hope so. But this, I feel like all of these bold games opens up this other, like, larger conversation that I have about a lot of things. But especially, I was going to say American culture, but it's like the whole world. There's just too much. It's just too much of everything. And it comes down also to these bold games. There's too many bold games that you're just, like, diminishing the value of them. At yes. this point, and it's frustrating to me. I don't it's, know. It, it also I, makes me feel like an even worse football fan because I go for the Longhorns and we didn't even make the Lending Tree Bowl. Like, what? come on. But you know what I mean? There's just too many. And I like I, supply and demand and like scarcity and economics. That's a thing. You just threw out economics words. <laughs> but it is a scarcity thing like is there is no scarcity sure. we need some scarcity in the bowl games yeah to make it where it's like kind of not that it's not worth it but to make it where like people are a little more invested like mm -hmm. there's no way i'm gonna watch every single bowl game um one i have I a think life it's impossible and two um like i don't have this kind of time to watch all of these games and watch t like there's no shade to the Appalachian states and the utabs and the fresno states and the byus like well always shade to byu always, but, like, shade, to BYU. <laughs> always shade um same with liberty always shade but oh, like yeah. these it would be more impressive to me if they like made it to a different bowl game like even wyoming i'll 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 take a hit on my own my own guys like i i love that they made it to a bowl game after having a horrendous season, um, <laughs> they 
had a bad, it was a bad season. Like they won games against teams that were not competitive. And then once they got into conference play, they did poorly. And so in my mind, I'm like, you shouldn't be in a bowl game, which mm-hmm. maybe that makes me a bad fan. I'll take it because it would mean more if they were going to the Alamo Bowl. Um, I don't think they'd ever go to the Sugar Bowl, but, you know, God works in mysterious ways. But it would it, if they went to, like, a more major bowl game, um, mm-hmm. it would just be – it would mean more, um, yeah. to quote the SEC. So, yeah, yeah. I get what, oh, you, what yes. you mean when it comes to the scarcity and, like, how – people then perceive the value of the bowls. Yeah. I think that's like the value. Like that is the point of the bowl. You know, it's supposed to be like an elevated thing, like an accomplishment, not, I mean, but it's just so blatantly a money grab now and I'm just over it, but mostly that's just because I'm bitter and hurt. But on that note, I would love to know what bowl games you are excited for. I, I am excited to watch Wyoming play in the potato bowl. That's, that's my game of the week. They play next Tuesday. Um, and so I will probably have the, the TV on. I will try to uh, stream it and just watch them beat Kent State. I mean, knock on wood, they win that one. Um, and then, of course, like the I will watch the Cheez-It Bowl to mm-hmm. watch Iowa State. Um, the Alamo Bowl, I think, will be a good matchup with Oregon and Oklahoma. I think that's the one I'm most excited about so far. Okay, I can see that. Like, it, it has a good t- start time. It should just be. It's always usually a pretty good bowl. Like, yeah, you know, Oklahoma's kind of going through it. I would love to see how they kind of handle that. Uh, Oregon's going through it, too. Both of them had their head coaches yeah. leave, like, the last game of the season. And it's definitely two teams that's like, I don't, I've never seen them play that I know of, you know? Because mm-hmm. even yeah. in the Big 12, like, when they have, their pre-conference games or whatever. We don't usually play people, you know, on the wet in the West very often. So yeah, that one will be exciting. I also am an honorary Arkansas fan, so I'll probably watch the Outback Bowl out of obligation for my godparents. You're a mensch. (laughs) I do be a mensch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. And I do look forward to the, um, I think the Peach Bowl. I I think Pittsburgh, it's going to be a good, I don't know if Pittsburgh and Michigan State, I don't know if they're actually good teams or if they're frauds. I just don't know. (laughs) So we're going to find out which team is actually good in this bowl game. We will see. That's the other thing is like, I don't even think you can really rely on that as a true indicator because we all remember the Sugar Bowl of 2019, 2019. 2020. One of the two where Bevo almost killed Ugga and UT was quote unquote back. Nope. But you know, we'll see. We'll see how that peach bolt goes this year. Yikes. I do. I do recall that game. Um, but then the next year, Texas won their bowl game. They, you know, again, they're the only team. In the Big 12 to have won a bowl game in 2021. You know, and, we might have uh, won a bowl game this year if we could freaking make it there. I, if they were going to play another Pac-12 team like Colorado, probably. <laughs> I'll take it. At this point, I will take it. Yeah, I mean, another Colorado-Texas matchup, that'd be... Texas would probably win again. The problem is, is we're saying probably, 
Not like definitely. <laughs> Texas is rebuilding. Thank you for giving us the credit we deserve. I mean, it's the coach's first season. He's just trying his best. I love your optimism. Uh, it's not optimism. It's just, uh, it's what everyone says when a coach is in their first season. And with the way <laughs> Texas is, if he doesn't start delivering, he's going to get canned. That is fair. Which we hate to they see. They low tolerance. It's, there's no tolerance to keep. And if they're going to the SEC, you can't be losing in the SEC. Well, this I mean, isn't the Pac-12. Everyone loses in the SEC, even Alabama. Only on occasion. I but was, they do oh, lose. I thought that they were going to lose to Georgia, and now... Gosh, I wanted them to so bad. Same, and I'm, I'm like, mad. So I, I want it to be Cincinnati and Michigan in the um, championship It's not game. going to be. I know, and I'm, I'm gonna so angry. I'm going to give you $20 if it is. I'm so angry. <laughs> Because it's going to be Alabama and Georgia again. And again. This is, again. And this is why bowls should be used. If we're, if we're going to have all these bowl games, it should be some type of like playoff format outside of just these games right here. Like, I don't want to see the two SEC. It shouldn't be two SEC teams. Like, no, it should have won the SEC. That means Alabama is the one SEC team that's being represented mm-hmm. in this final group of four, or we expand the playoff. We cannot be out here with two SEC teams um, that have already played each other in the last month. So recently they played each other. It is frustrating. I agree. I don't know how you would do it because there are just so many teams, but that's why they get paid more than me to think about that. Yeah. I mean, like I I know that it's, it's a lot easier with basketball because you can play multiple games within a week and it does not mm-hmm. murder your body. You can't do that with football. I get that. I understand that. Maybe, I don't know, we we increase the number of wins that someone has to have to make it to like a bowl game. And like if you... Which would win, then make the bowls more valuable, which yeah. is what we also want. This is working, Emily. Big brains. Oh gosh, yes. Big brain energy on this fine Tuesday night. And then if you win your conference championship game, you have secured a spot. I, then, I like it. Let's pitch it. I I feel like I complain about this every year and... <laughs> Every year, the only people who listen are, like, the dads that listen to this podcast. And they're like, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> Go have some ice cream. And uh, it's it's fine. But maybe one day I'll write to the NCAA or something. I'll be like, hey, Change call the playoff. I'll be like, to whom it may concern, please fix it. Per my last email. <laughs> A.K.A. my podcast. <laughs> Like, I'll send you links to the podcast. You can just listen to all these great ideas and then you can <laughs> fly me into your office. I actually, I think the college football playoff committee might have an office in Texas. So I just drive up to Dallas. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I can make a little road trip and pitch these ideas. And uh, maybe that would be my new job. That'd be very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to see you in a room with those people. Thank you. How do you feel about the sugar bowl? Um, I'm excited about the Sugar Bowl. I feel like I have to support Baylor. Yeah. Because of, you know. Yep. Friendship. Yep. But I don't think I do. (laughs) 
no, you, you get in this. You can't be like, I'm not going to support Baylor and I'm going to instead support Lane Kiffin. There's no world mm. where that's okay. You're right. You're right. So I'm just excited to watch it and see how everything goes down. <laughs> Teach their own. Hopefully it's good football. I think it'll be a fun game. I think I think it will be too. The New Year's Day games. It's a good lineup. The, it all, I mean, yeah, that's what New Year's Day is for. Yes. To nurse the hangover and to watch football and to snack all day. Oh, God bless America. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like some of the fittest people in the world basically put their body close to death. We sit on the couch and eat snacks. It's, that's going to be our journey. Their journey is to play football. <laughs> We're all on different journeys at this point. And one day they too will sit on a couch eating snacks. Hey, there's a place for everyone. Exactly. We're an inclusive world sometimes. <laughs> so that's the bowl games you can all look forward to. You pretty much have from December 17th until January 4th to have games to watch. And then, of course, there will be the championship that might be Alabama and Georgia. And Maybe if I root for Alabama and Georgia, they'll lose. Because that seems to be how it goes lately for me. It won't seem genuine, though. Dang it, they know. They know. They would know. I hope that they go in too confident. I hope that Alabama's like, Cincinnati? What is Cincinnati? Never heard of them. Never heard of her? Who is she? I barely know her. And then for Michigan, I hope Georgia's just like, oh, yeah, those khakis. We can't take the khakis seriously. And then Harbaugh will be like, no, I was serious about keeping my job this season. Yeah, honestly, it's on the line. It's not anymore. He had a really good season. <laughs> also, it's the Big Ten. They don't just can people. Fair that's, enough. That's SEC. I, wouldn't, I, I don't understand that life. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's going to be your life for a long time as a Longhorns fan. Forever. So, speaking of your Longhorns, sorry We're that trying. they took a W. We're trying. Or they took, a, they took, they an, took, L. A, they took an L. But we're trying. I mean, the basketball team is okay, but they definitely took the L this season. I was off. actually pleasantly surprised at the start of our season. You know, we were we were doing some things, but I don't. I mean, I didn't think it was going to last. So I think we're at the start of the decline for basketball. I don't know. I don't know They're anything so about late. basketball. Here, Emily, use this time. Please pitch basketball to me as a sport. I mean, uh, Texas is still ranked number 17. They, I mean, they dropped 10 spots, but Seton Hall is like a pretty good team usually. They're one of those um, mid-majors that just like come in. They always make it to the tournament. They don't, they haven't won, but like uh, <laughs> they, they like have a good run. So it's well, not like a, it's not a bad loss in my mind that Texas lost to Seton Hall. Um, it's very, it's very telling when talking to someone who is like talking about basketball and they don't watch it mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh, they, they like say Seton Hall wrong or they'll be like, I don't even know what that is. And it's like, you only know about Seton Hall if you care about basketball. Like, if Hey, you I hate basketball. Yeah. So, but I almost went to Seton Hall, so I know how to say it. Yes. Yes. So, but that's your fun fact about it is that people like just don't care and forget that like a lot of these little schools are, I mean, like actually pretty good. people are still saying Gonzaga wrong. 
and they have gone to the championship game twice in the last couple of years. So like, yeah, basketball is for sure. The only reason anyone knows about Gonzaga. For sure. Yeah. But they like the, it's wild to hear the announcers and they'll be, or, you know, someone on sports center, they'll be like, Oh yeah. Gonzaga. And it's like, no, Gonzaga, they're the Zags, not the Zogs. Like, what's a Zog? <laughs> Give me the language of origin, please. <laughs> I don't, I don't even know how the name got there, but like, it's one of those things. I'm like, if you, if a team if you is know that anything, good, you know how to say it. Yeah, like, you know, the team's good, just say it right. What? I don't understand. Uh, another team that is kind of like this, that, um, again, basketball fan villanova mm-hmm. like people forget that villanova is a school um and never during basketball season though. never during basketball season i remember a girl i went to school with she was just like villanova what even is villanova because they beat <laughs> kansas and i'm like well we love to see kansas lose always love to always. see kansas lose it's a it Unless they're winning at football, because it's just a pleasant surprise. It is a surprise. You can never do football and basketball at the same time, I think. No. I feel like. Except freaking Baylor. Here they are. Oh. Coming in hot. Baylor is coming in hot across the sports. And the sports that are getting the recognition are basketball, football. But Baylor is good at, like, a lot of sports. They're good Please at- tell me they're good at curling. Mary. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, what if? Could you imagine? Do they even have, like, an ice rink in Waco? In Waco, for sure. They have to. For what? I don't know. In Waco? For Chip and Joanna Keller to be like, yeah, we're going to take our kids' ice rink. They probably have their own personal ice rink. Yeah. I don't think that the Baylor kids can practice curling on it. We have a source that we'll re- visit to see about the curling situation. I'm just going to go with, they have like, I think they're good at golf, tennis, women's soccer. Like they are good at sports at Baylor. Uh, it's because they have a lot of money. Yes, that is exactly <laughs> it. <laughs> when you have money and they're the sports that they're good at are also the, some of the, I mean, all of the sports, but a lot of the sports that they have are kind of the, Money sports. Uh, yeah, money sports. It's kind of like TCU having a horse team, equestrian, sorry, an yeah. equestrian team. Hold on, team. hold on. <laughs> yes, equestrian. Yeah, and so, like, yeah, it makes sense. It's a bunch of kids with money. Of course they do sports, like... Polo. Polo, and what, the, the side saddle horse. And oh, the, yes. D- dressage, oh my gosh. Um, dressage is actually one. so hard. I believe it. It looks like it'd be hard, and you have to train this huge animal to do it. But the, the person doing it gets all the credit and not the horse, and that just makes me really sad, because the horse is doing all the work, let's be honest. It's true. The horse is the, <laughs> the real reason we all care, not the person. This is a real sports podcast. We're talking about dressage. It it has happened a lot of times in the last year. It's very concerning. Um, <laughs> the Olympics will do that to you. I know. The Olympics will get you talking about all the Speaking different Speaking of, sports. can you believe we get two Olympics within a year? I'm so excited. It's almost like the time, what, was it back in the 80s that they used to be in the same year? Was it? I was not alive, so I don't recall. Yeah, I, same. <laughs> But the Olympics used to be in the same year, and then they broke it up where it's like 
you have the summer Olympics two years, you have the winter Olympics. So then it's just like not all at once, which is probably good just from like a finance perspective and then having it spread out. And there's actually a surprising number of athletes that go to both. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you get time to train for both things, which is just insane to me, but that's a whole other thing. We're talking about college basketball. We are. We are talking about college basketball. Um, Ohio State beat Wisconsin. They're two pretty good Big Ten teams. And, or no, Alabama did bare, almost lost to Houston. They beat Houston by one point. Um, but it was a, it was important because Alabama has been doing pretty well. They beat Gonzaga. Um, and Houston kind of gets slept on, even though they're another team that makes it to the tournament and does well. How do, yeah, I'm surprised that they get slept on, honestly. I mean, like, they are ranked Me knowing little about basketball, I, like, know about Houston. I think it's, like, in the last couple years, they've been, like, really on the up. But mm. they still, like, they're not part of, a, part of a Power 5 conference. And so I think they get forgotten. I guess that makes sense. Even though in basketball, you don't have to be a Power 5 team to excel. I, I do like that in basketball, they all play, like, everyone. Yeah. You know, it's very, I don't know. I was going to use the word chaotic, but that's not the word I want to use. What's the word I want to use? Fair. Exciting. <laughs> fair. Also fair. It is very exciting, and it... I think from like an athlete perspective, it makes it where you don't have to feel like you have to go play at Duke to like go win a national championship. Yeah. Which is important. So you're like spreading out the talent. Yeah. Like it's guys from all across the like college basketball spectrum will make it into the league. It just doesn't where you go is important to an extent, like that you're working with the right coach and you're getting like right training for you. But like you don't have to be at, the best school quote unquote mm-hmm. to like go pro it's a little bit different for women's basketball but um for men at least you can still get a pretty good experience and then go play so we'll take yeah. it um so that's your college basketball oh and wyoming played arizona that was my game of the week last week and arizona um stomped wyoming but i'm very we proud of wyoming for um like I'm, I'm just proud that they showed up. Oh, <laughs> they put their heart out there. They put their heart out there, and it got crushed. It was their first loss of the season. Well, that's good. Yeah, so. they were undefeated. Yeah, and then they that's... went and played like a very highly ranked Arizona. Like Arizona was ranked like number eight. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, so I have faith, and maybe they'll win the Mountain West and make it to the tournament, and maybe my heart will be broken once again by Northern Iowa. I sure hope not. <laughs> really hope not. Oh, no. Okay. We have a long time. There's a long way to go. A lot of games to be played. Exactly. we got to get into conference play. We'll see how they do against, like, San Diego State, New Mexico. Ooh, we'll see. Anyway, <laughs> um, an upcoming game that you all should be – aware of is Texas Tech playing Gonzaga. Um, it should be a pretty good matchup. I think Gonzaga will win. Both teams are ranked, but um, it should overall fun, good game. I will be on the lookout. Maybe. You won't. Don't lie. You know, I want to care. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
it starts with that. And sometimes it grows. Like that's the seed. It's planted. Wanting I think, to yeah, we'll see when football's over. I'll have a lot of free time on my hands. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of football, when I get into the NFL. Oh, my pride and joy. And your, your Cowboys, they are doing it. They are doing it. I called it week two. Granted, I called a Bills Cowboy Super Bowl. I don't see that happening. Um, Hold on, hold on. Okay, let's talk about your bills. <laughs> How are you doing? Um, they caused they were coming back. They made a really strong. They really in the did make half. a strong. But the first half was just Trash. abominable, like obliterated. It looked like they weren't even playing. Yeah, it was rough. It was a rough classic Brady beat up. We yeah. like to call it. Yeah. It was sad. I but was then like, I, I was amazed, and they were coming back, and I was, I was, I mean, I woke up from my little nappy, and right before the um, overtime, and I was going for you. I was rooting hard. You won the coin toss. I was like, that should mean they win right there. No, they <laughs> should have just gone in that last, um, man, in the last minute of the game of regular. Mm-hmm. They should have just. They gone for a touchdown because there was no way they were going to win in overtime. But the Bills are a playoff team. That's when they thrive. So they just got to make it to the playoffs. Yeah, I got to make it there. It's a big step. I know. Um, They should win their upcoming game. So feel good about that. That's good. Yeah. And they did start very strong. And Josh Allen really was carrying the team. Yeah. At the end there. Yeah. But there's yeah. there's been some... Some games they shouldn't have lost, and then, yeah, for whatever reason, the Patriots and the Buccaneers. I'm like, I don't know if the Bills should have lost to both teams. It just it gets in their head, I think. I mean, I get it, and that's fair. So hopefully some other teams beat those teams so that the Bills don't have to play them Please, again. someone beat the Bucs, please. Man, need it. I'm Need over. it soon. I'm Maybe over it'll be your it. Cowboys. I don't think they're playing the Bucks anytime soon, but I don't think so. It's um, uh, but I am very confident that those boys are going to be the champs, at least of the NFC. Um, which would mean we'd have to beat the Bucks again, probably. But you know so, what? We have had hurt player after hurt player. and or like covid or like whatever and we're still pushing through and we're still you know making wins i mean dak is looking like a little boy i don't understand what's wrong with that man but the defensive line has stepped up and we're doing it we're trying i felt like this week the cowboys got a lot of trash talk from um mike mccarthy being so confident I don't know. Did you see any of this? No. So he like basically after last week's game was just like, we're going to go out. We're going to, we're going to beat the Washington football team. Like we're going to win. Like very confident. Just basically outright like guaranteeing a win, which like can be dicey, I guess, because it can get in the players' heads. And like, especially with Cowboys, like the fans are so confident already. So like if, they always, you know, it's something to blame if they don't win. But, yeah, he came out super confident, and I feel like everything I saw was just people crapping on all over the Cowboys for being confident because then Dak doubled down, as he should, you know, support his coach and be like, yeah, we can do this. Um, 
But anyway. And then they came out and won. So good for them. They silenced the naysayers. Yes. There's plenty of them. Every they season. hate us because they ain't us. Uh, is that why people hate Cowboys, the Cowboys fans and the uh-huh. Cowboys? Okay. Uh-huh. I'm just making sure. <laughs> um, how do you feel about their upcoming matchup? Um, I feel pretty good about it. Um, it's probably going to be my game of the week for sure. Cowboys Giants. Um, it checks out. Um, but yeah, we just, you know, a few weeks left before playoffs. And I feel like we got some good momentum. We're playing the Washington football team again before playoffs. So we did it once. I don't see why we can't do it again. Um, I feel like the Giants also, like, speaking of getting in our head, I feel like they kind of get in the Cowboys' heads too a little bit. But I don't know. I, I got to ride this confidence wave. I think the Cowboys should win that one. The Giants yeah. Are, I mean, yeah. they should. They should always win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then the Chiefs and Chargers. I feel like the Chiefs are on the up right now, so they should win it. Mm-hmm. They started rocky, but they did. Patrick Mahomes must have got a talking to. He was, got grounded. He didn't know what to do. He was like, "I just had a child. What am I supposed to do?" Truly, play football. <laughs> do my job. No, no paternity leave, which is a whole other thing, and I probably shouldn't joke about that. But <laughs> here we are. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> the Bills oh, play the Panthers. The Bills should win. If they don't, I will be crying on Sunday. So send wine. <laughs> send wine. Pour one out for the homies. Pour one out for all the homies. All the Wyoming homies. We're just out here. Um <laughs> all the Wyoming homies. You're more cows than people in Wyoming, so it's not like you're pouring out for a lot of people. <laughs> oh uh, there's all the feral people in the national parks. They don't count. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> they are the, the residents, and the people shouldn't be bothering the bison and the wildlife. They should leave the wildlife alone. But yes, I agree. Support the wildlife. Let them live their lives. Otherwise, a uh, fun fact, a bison will gore you to death, so don't touch them. Whoa. Yeah. That is fascinating. One of them almost attacked my car when I was at Yellowstone this summer. It's better it attacks your car than you. Amen. Ooh. I should have rolled up my window now knowing this information. But I didn't. Yeah. At least you didn't get out of the car. It's, well, it um, didn't touch my car. It just got. It just walked towards it. It was like probably within half a foot of it. But So no attacking happening. That was me being classic dramatic. But It can change very quickly. Also, moose will attack you. So Oh, that one I knew. Yeah. I didn't realize that wasn't like a comment, like the bison, the the moose, the wildlife just attacking people. I did. I kind of just assumed that was like common knowledge, but I grew up next to the mountains, so yeah, very different. It's very yeah. I was telling someone who had moved from New York to Colorado Springs. I was like, yeah, sometimes there's just like little bears that will like get into the trash cans by certain restaurants that are like too close to the um, mountains. And they're like, mm-hmm. there are bears? I'm like, yeah, and mountain lions. But you just, like, <laughs> don't go near them. <laughs> Casual. <laughs> yeah, he was like, what? This place isn't safe. And I'm like, mm, maybe I've just lived here too long. And I'm just like, yeah, it's normal. Like, 
One time, I think a mountain lion wandered into Laramie, and people were told to just stay inside their houses in this small town. Excuse me? Oh, my gosh. Which, like, good. They didn't just, like, straight up kill it, but, like, that's terrifying. I mean, like, animal control is just like, okay, get out of here. Yeah. Responsibly get out of here. Respectfully. This is our town. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, this town ain't big enough for the two of us nope and as i say it i realize how strange this is so uh, it is it is you're talking from a suburban talking to a suburban gal right now i thought i was a suburban gal also i am not um (laughs) we had bobcats speaking of bobcats yeah that steph curry is a bobcat pouncing out there That one was good. It was really good. Just trying to segue. <laughs> you you did it successfully. Steph Curry is doing the most. He just broke a record for three points. Um, Honestly, I'm surprised he's just now breaking that record. But good for him. I, I mean, like, he's still pretty young. Like, he's I, very young. I forget yeah. that. He's just been such a big name for so long, I feel like. Especially yeah. in the last few years when, like, I don't know, especially in 2020 when, like, you know, basketball was, like, virtual, like, the virtual fans and, like, all that stuff. It was, like, yes, it was the only thing happening. And even, like, well before that, you know, he was everything. So I feel like he's been around forever. But he hasn't. He's a young man. And he's got a lot of game left in him. He's got a couple of years left in him. He's been, I mean, the Warriors started, like, heating up. I would say in like, must have been like 2013, 2012, 2013. And then, so he's had like a a good career, right? Like it's been almost 10 years that he's been in the league and he's been doing really well. So yeah, it does make sense that you you would think you would have it sooner. But I mean, Reggie Miller and uh, Ray Allen played for, I feel like a long time. So yeah, I mean... To beat their records is, it would yeah. take a while. So he'll be on top for a while, which is exciting. Good oh, for him. Yeah. Well, maybe. Because he, like, Steph Curry made the three-pointer, like, the biggest thing, right? Like, I mean, he, it's because of his three-point shooting that, like, he's just this household name. And so, I mean, other people, they change up their style of play to match that. Because they're like, oh, yeah, like... To sound stupid, three points are worth more than two. You might as well get good at shooting threes. And so, yeah, like I mean, he's like kind of like changing, yeah, the game, right? Like in the yeah. strategy, because it's better, you know, statistically, the more threes you shoot, the more you're going to make. Yeah, and so just like it is interesting. Whenever I feel like baseball has a lot of this too. Which I know we don't talk about baseball on this podcast, so forgive me. But we do if like, you want to. <laughs> but the strategy, you know, like I feel like people forget about that piece of of gameplay of like the numbers and like obviously the more you do something, the more you're going to make it, and like the math of that of like, okay, are we going to go for grand slams every time, or are we just going to hit a bunch of singles? And like, how does that math yeah. add up to make? the best win or even like in football talking like zone coverage versus man-to-man or even and basketball so I don't know I, I like feel like a lot of people forget that piece especially casual watchers forget that piece of like 
there's so much that goes into it because they don't talk about it that much. Like coaches and players don't talk about that that much because they don't want to give it away to like their opponents. Yes. Yeah. But I mean, at this point now his opponents have to adapt. I mean, they've had to mm-hmm. over the last couple of years. And so he's definitely changed the game and good for him for breaking this record. It was amazing. Um, so he only had to shoot two threes or make two threes um, in this game. That they're, they're playing against the Knicks Go and on, um, the Knicks. There's a video where someone yells about the Knicks. It makes me laugh. Um, you want to know what I know about the Knicks? And I might be even wrong about this, but I feel like it's the team that Matthew McConaughey likes and to, um, how to lose a guy in 10 days. Oh, wow. <laughs> That checks out. I mean, it's a, it's a, the Knicks are a team that are in movies. I feel like in um, Hitch, they go to a Knicks game. Oh my gosh, they do. And did you see Uncut Gems? Yeah. They're all up in the Knicks too, right? Yeah. Yeah. That game is, or that game, that movie is one of the most stressful things I've ever experienced. Really? Did you, yes. My heart rate was accelerated. I was just so shocked and floored and, like, unfulfilled at the end. Like, it was just so high pressure, intense the whole time, and I was just constantly getting mad. Man, I – everyone, like, had said that before I watched it. So my roommate and I watched it um, after the Panini had started, and so we were like, mm. we'll do a pizza movie night, and we watched this movie, and I was like, man – I thought it was going to be more stressful the way people were talking okay. about it. Because everyone's like, oh, you're going to be so stressed. Zero, and I'm like, no. Like, zero context going in. I knew it was A24 and I knew it was Adam Sandler. That's all I had. I knew it was a gambling movie, but I didn't, like, I don't know a lot about, like, betting and gambling. Yeah. And I like to keep it that way. Um, because if it came to sports, I would. I'm getting dangerously comfortable life. with it. I'll say that. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I, not an active gambler, but I, <laughs> but I think about it a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have enough friends that are <laughs> that I have come too close, and I cannot start because I will never stop. You don't want a girl boss too close to the sun in this case. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're right. Oh, I know something else about the NBA. Tell me more. Um, that because you know I'm a Dallas girl. Yep. And we do have Luca, and I obviously know he's an incredible <sighs> player, one of the Luka's best. Great. But he's hurt, and I didn't know that until last week. Fortunately, so. Luca is 12 years old, and so he will recover, <laughs> and he has many years ahead of him. Except for the fact that he keeps trying to play, even though he's hurt. That seems like a bad call. Yeah, it is a bad call. His Who's coach letting should, that happen? Uh, the coaching staff, who should stop him. Freaking Mark the front Cuban. office. You don't want to get the front office involved, though. It's got to be Mark Cuban. Ugh. Mark Cuban's not going to tell him to stop. Oh, no. Of course not. He's like, I'll pay you an extra $1 million. <laughs> Do you see that Mark Cuban bought a city? Well, not a city, yes. like a village he's trying outside to of Dallas. Elon, yes, he's trying to be Elon Musk, who bought a city outside of Austin. <laughs> I Texas is getting full of a lot of egos. That's saying something, because Texas was full of a lot of egos. Hey! <laughs> Am I wrong, though? You're going to look at me and tell me that I'm wrong? 
Oh, I hate that you're right. Myself included. <laughs> you wouldn't just buy a town outside of well, Dallas. Well, I can't, but, but if I'm you could, not would problematic. You? Probably not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't Warren Buffett buy a town like 10 years ago? Why aren't we talking about that? Warren Buffett buying a town is like Johnny Rose buying a town. No one cares. <laughs> it was a birthday gift. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, oh my god same energy immaculate uh yeah so nba things are moving things are shaking things get exciting like in april um oh in that the next game so steph curry he hits he breaks this record and the game pauses like they stop the game for like a couple minutes for him to like hug his dad his mom came down out of the um stands to come give him a hug his parents weren't sitting together because they are divorced and not happy with each other and then you know who's just randomly courtside in a neon pink hoodie um hold on let me guess let me guess let me guess let me guess um 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 ariana grande Pete Davidson, but you were close. <laughs> that tracks. I just feel like I've seen photos of Ariana Grande on the side of court so many times. So, I mean, it felt like a safe guess. That was a safe guess. And it was like, I'll give you half credit because, like, same, same. <laughs> um, yeah, I was like, why? He was probably wearing her hoodie. <laughs> probably. Or Kim Kardashian's. Spicy. I didn't see Kim, though. Just saw Pete. But, like, he stood mm. out like a sore thumb. Otherwise, like, normally I don't notice who's at games. Um, unless, like, when they are like showing the crowd and it's like a timeout. Yeah. yeah. But, like, this, I'm like, oh, my God. That's Pete Davidson. Just, like, <laughs> Who is chilling. this neon figure? <laughs> and you know that they have those, like, really good HD cameras when they're, like, mm-hmm. you know, they're recording footage that they're going to use for various things for the future which just, just make like, him look so much worse <laughs> it like makes things look wild i was like man th- whatever lens they're using is insane um, but going and- back to them stopping the game like i feel like that is problematic i understand the like sentiment of like wow this is a really big thing like whatever but stopping the game seems just like so weird like isn't that the point of basketball is that it moves and it's fast and it like you know just keeps going like, I would be so upset if I was, like, the other team. I'd be like, can we play? <laughs> uh, I'm sure the Knicks knew it was going to happen. Also, it's like, they're playing at Madison, Madison Square Garden. Wow, words. Um, and so I'm sure they're like, you know, it's a big moment. We're used to that here. Uh, it's fine. We'll go back to just, like, we'll, we'll stay warm. We'll go to the extra court and just, like, run around a little bit while Steph hugs literally everyone in this building. <laughs> I just... I don't know. It drives me nuts. Like, why don't you just have a ceremony at the end of the game? I don't know. Whatever. I, I don't know. You know they're going to do a ceremony at the beginning of the next home game, though. They're going to have all the passes. Because, you know, and... technically, he's breaking the record every single time he scores one now. Yeah. Every single time. So we're just going to stop the game? No. He's just, <laughs> he's just going to keep going. And he's got a couple good seasons left in him. He's going to be like, I'm going to make sure no one catches up to me. Um... Maybe. I mean, yes, for sure. Definitely. It's going to be a long time, I think, before someone catches up with him. But I don't know. It just seems so weird. It's different, but say la vie. La vie. Thank you. Um, we joke. talked about our game of the week, so I want to know what your hot take of the week is. 
Um, well, I've, I think I've already lended to some of this, but I just think that basketball sucks. <laughs> no. And that's my hot take. Let me tell you why. And then you're going to you're going to rebut that and then I'm going to rebut it again because I am the daughter of a lawyer. But there are too many dang rules in this game. What? There's so many rules and I don't understand them. There's They're so many allowed. Rules hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're not done. Okay. They're allowed to foul each other like a certain number of times and that just seems problematic to me and yes that goes back into like the whole strategy of it all but like the strategy should not be to hurt people or like hinder the actual gameplay that makes me mad also I'm a soccer player I don't know if we've talked about this before but foot ball net seems much more difficult than handball net also like you said it doesn't heat up and it's not exciting until April the season started like a while ago. So you're telling me we have to go like so long before it's even exciting. Also, wow, I am heated. Hot takes. <laughs> also, even an individual game is not exciting until the last two minutes. Like I don't need to watch the game until the last two minutes. Then what's the point of the game? Just play for two minutes and we'll know who wins. <sighs> My rebuttal is you should watch more women's basketball. That's fair. That's that is a fair take. Because it's actually how about do the I game. do that? It doesn't seem to be it's, available. You are see now. You're making a very good point. Is that like women's basketball is not as readily available on TV, and that is on men. But they are getting more coverage in WNBA, and they're actually playing on channels that people have and watch. I mean, like you watch women's soccer, so you know that like to watch some games, you have to watch yeah. on Twitch. And I'm like, I don't the pain enough. It's too much work. It's not okay. And that is like the problem where people say, oh, well, women's sports just aren't like, they're not as good. And like women just aren't. No, it's the fact that women are getting the shaft and you're putting them on t- on like channels that don't exist. So no one can consume the content. Like yeah. I went to the USA, like, you know, when um, the US women's national team played mm-hmm. here in Austin, I went to that game and it was packed. Oh, but yeah. I'm like, don't, Sold I don't out. want people to say Multiple. that like oh, no one wants to watch. There's not a market for women's sports. That's a lie. Well, and I think it's like, I mean, you can quote me on this if you want, but I might be wrong. But especially when it comes to like women's national soccer to men's national soccer, they like make more money in every way because they actually win shit and they sell out constantly. And the men suck. Like they didn't even make the World Cup. Like what? Yeah. Like... And they're getting better, but, like, they still are not on the same level as the women. And, like, but that's, that is always their, when it goes to, when it comes to soccer, that's always their thing is, like, well, the men make more money. They don't. You're paying them more and they make less money. Yeah. Yeah. But their bonuses are higher and it's, like, why? But they don't win, so it doesn't matter. They're not getting bonuses. Yeah. Well, then they're, like, proposing a new, like, structure to make it where, like, both, team like both the men and women their teams are like um if one team is successful it like feeds into the other team which isn't like super fair because like one team does not have any influence on the other team's success like it's not the same and it's just like you shouldn't be punishing the women's teams because they're like well we will also like this to be like fair Mm -hmm. i don't know it's 
it's a problem. So back oh, to women's funny. basketball. You should watch women's basketball. Um, All right, you you, set, you put it on my calendar. I'll I'll get in there. We can we can watch it. I'll have watch parties because it is technical. Like you can watch it. You can see that how technical the things are, and like it doesn't like the, the NBA is really fun. Like I I love watching the NBA, but I also know that it's like reality tv like it's all about the drama it like there is some <sighs> skill involved in playing the wm or playing in the nba playing in the wmba there's like only skill and in the nba it's like okay he traveled he did this he did that but like it doesn't really matter um i mean they have to have like the technical skill to get there they have to get drafted so they have to be pretty okay in college but even then, it's a lot of just, like, not... Well, and a lot of them don't even play four years in college. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like... Like, and I remember that at UT. Like, there were kids from my high school that went to UT, and then, like, they only played for, like, a year and a half, I feel like. And then they yeah. went to the NBA. Because then they can go make money playing in the G League, playing abroad. Like, there's... There's, like, a whole issue with, like men's basketball from like college into um the league but Mm -hmm. um I think starting in college it's when it's like they start kind of getting rid of or getting away from being as detailed in like their skill and their ball handling it's just like okay I can move the ball and it doesn't have to be great and like I can make it in the league because I'm a big guy Mm -hmm. and then the women are like very good and they the game plays a little bit slower so you can kind of see it for mm-hmm. women's ball for both college and the WNBA so i that is my if anyone is like mm, basketball's like not great it's well i can see how men's basketball might not like seem like the most fun because there are times where it it do be a little dumb <laughs> i stand by my hot take but i will give you a shot great great Love this for you. Um, my hot take is about Christmas. I think that uh, we need to just extend it into January, <laughs> like the celebrations. Um, okay. Interesting take. To give the post office more time to get things to people <laughs> on time. Um, I myself will be sending gifts the week of Christmas. People will not oh. be getting things for Christmas on time. I think we just need to extend it. One year, I um, it was actually when I was studying abroad. I, I flew back on Christmas Day because it was like you know four hundred dollars cheaper or something. Yeah, and so we did Christmas like a week late, and it was amazing. I got to buy everyone presents on sale because yeah. it was after Christmas. <laughs> um, and it was just like like who cares? It didn't matter. It was nice, but it's also interesting. I mean, I think. You properly, this is a hot take because everyone gets so mad that Christmas starts early, like Mm -hmm. before Thanksgiving. And so you're like, fine, let's keep it just as long. We'll just do it at the end. Yeah. I I need just like extra time. The end of the year is very hard. You're wrapping Mm -hmm. up projects. You're getting done with work stuff. There's no time to go shopping. You're already traveling for Thanksgiving. It's just a lot. Like, and you expect me to get things in the mail on time in this economy? I don't think so. So... Yeah, let's just extend it. I mean, in Europe, you know that they, like, start having Christmas markets, and then Christmas markets go past Christmas. I mean, pretty much everything goes back past Christmas here, too. (laughs) 
I mean, it probably ends in New Year's. Like, you have the week after Christmas. Yeah, like, but. take down your tree. That's the other thing. I don't see the problem with keeping your tree up that long. And when no, I say I keep that, tree I mean, forever because like, I'm lazy. <laughs> I just, it, same. And that's why I'm like, we should just normalize keeping your tree up until, like, May. I, I don't know. <laughs> that's a hot take. <laughs> it just, sometimes you just want to look at a Christmas tree and feel happy. But a lot of people have real trees, so they're for sure not lasting that long. Oh, that, that will not last. But for people with fake trees, like I have a little mini Christmas tree that we just keep up year round. Should I start decorating my tree for all the holidays? Yes. <laughs> New Year's tree, a Valentine's tree. Uh, what's after Valentine's Day? President's uh, Day tree. Well, before no, Valentine's mine. Day, you should make it a Dallas Cowboys Super Bowl tree. Well, yeah, that was a given. I have a separate tree already ready for that. Of course you do. <laughs> I wish. Now I'm going to. That's what. That's the only thing on my Christmas list. Cowboy's tree. Thank you. All right. Well, to those who are listening. <laughs> if anyone wants to contribute, my Venmo is. I'm just <laughs> oh, man. No, but that's a hot take. I will also say that I think Christmas is just overrated anyway. But, you know. I agree in that it just has gotten to be this like monster it's too much it is way too like the expectations yeah um like i went to this panel um a couple weeks ago it was like a mental health panel and so people were talking about how like christmas stresses them out i'm like that that should not be happening we're about to get a week off of work and you're like wanting to hide in the bathroom from your family which like is a normal feeling but like not on this level because it's more than just like oh i'm like stressed out because of my family it's like it just has to be bigger and bigger every year and like that's just that's too much no i agree i like have the same issue the only time i'm okay with it is when there's children involved because like it's also magical for them and like they're so happy with anything you know they just like open things and it's exciting to just rip paper and like that's so fun but whenever the years that i'm not with the children in my family, like my little cousins and stuff. I'm just like, who cares? You sent me exact links of what you wanted. I sent you exact links of what I wanted. Why don't we just buy what we want for ourselves and just hang out and eat food together and play cards? That seems like that seems more practical. That's very much the adults. I, I don't know. I feel like the Grinch, but whatever. No, it's not a Grinch, but like we... You get to a certain point where it's just like, okay, I need X, Y, and Z. I'm probably going to go buy it for myself because I need it. Mm -hmm. And it's just like for the holidays, it's like, oh, I just want to like spend time with people and not have to worry about like either, you know, getting the wrong thing. If like you don't ask them what they want, it's like, oh, mm -hmm. like I got you a mug with your face on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, or <no. laughs> that's happened um you've gotten a mug with your face on it or you got someone else a mug I, with their face on it i got a mug with my face on it oh no i still have it i'll send you a picture i hope they don't listen to this podcast uh they might but it's fine <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i just found a mug in one of these old boxes for my storage unit with my face on it mine and my brother's from when i was like four and it is just the cutest thing i've ever seen but would you like that as a gift no okay that's it and like there's like the thoughtfulness behind like any gift right where you know that people are like 
trying to be thoughtful. But sometimes it's like, no, like, let's just like, let's just hang. That's the more important thing. And maybe yeah. that's the. And like, not have to worry about work and just yeah. love each other. Yeah. Like just relax and eat. Mm-hmm. Always eat. Always food involved. Always eat. I gotta stop eating. It's getting out of hand. You die if you don't <laughs> eat. <laughs> I mean the amount and kind of eating I'm doing. You know, it's the holiday time. Speaking of eating, nothing better to wash it down than with my wine beer seltzer pick of the week. Wine beer seltzer pick. I like how you just said all of them. You, was it I a like combo? to keep did everyone. <laughs> I like to. I mean, I definitely did. You were present. That was. <laughs> um, for those that missed it, it was my birthday this weekend. Lots of shenanigans were had. But one of the most surprising things that I have tried, which is not a shock. Honestly, it's anything, if anything, is a shock that I haven't tried these yet. But the Sonic wow. Seltzers coming in hot, they are just a little too sweet. I'll say it, but fun and exciting. And pair it with a nice homemade corn dog, maybe dipped in queso, Ooh. that ocean breeze. man it's a win it's a win especially when it's a little chilly and you're like i miss the sun it feels like summer it almost feels like you're drinking sunscreen but like in a better way but not a great way i hope i'm pitching it well you i'm not pitching it well but you know what i am pitching it accurately i believe it i didn't try one of those i was drinking the margarita we should start a petition to become the new like sonic characters oh you know my how god they used to have those guys at the drive-in yes <gasps> you and i yes. it would be amazing i think you just audition you don't have to petition to do it how do we get but we got to get in the room um the room where it happens you want to be in the room where it happens only for sonic commercials <laughs> <laughs> uh we can make this happen i believe in us i believe in our network hopefully they'd film those commercials in austin or they could Hopefully. start. Yeah, they definitely could. They should. We've got a few Sonics. It's the third coast. They should. It's the third coast. Ew, it's so gross. Yeah, I don't love that I said that, but I don't hate <laughs> it. I mean, they filmed a new Netflix show that I haven't watched here. The one about finding love in Austin, which, oh, LOL. Gosh. I will not be watching it, but we'll see. Stranger things have happened. Mm-hmm. What's your wine beer seltzer pick of the week my wine beer seltzer pick is a greek red wine <gasps> oh yeah. it was at a white elephant party i was at the other night and the person who brought it was so excited they were like everyone try this wine it's so good and it was pretty good um it would i don't know if it'd be one that i would normally pick for myself because it was a little dry but it was pleasant it was called sophos the wise one red and they picked it up at Antonella's tea shop <laughs> <gasps> Antonelli's is just a win every time. Yeah. Just hit after hit after hit. Um, big fan. So that's a plug for Anton. Antonelli should sponsor us. We like cheese and wine. Yeah. I'll do Sorry. a cheese pick of the week. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> that could be the move. Well, now I need to go to Antonelli's and try this wine because you know me, I'm a sucker for a good red. Well, it is a black bottle. And it is how we interpret Greek things looking in this country. 
I don't think I know what that means. <laughs> you know, the letters that look like Hercules, the Disney movie. Mm, okay, Hercules is one of the most underrated Disney movies. Is it really underrated? Is, I that, everyone, is that another hot take? I thought we all agreed that Hercules is a great Disney movie. Well, one, I feel like, no. Oh. I don't think that people are like, it's bad. It's just like not on their top. Like, it's How? forgotten. It's so good. Because they're wrong. Like, think about it. They haven't even remade it yet. And they've remade, like, every movie. They're like. working on it. They have to cast all of the muses. And they need to get Which is difficult. <laughs> they just got Beyonce for Lion King. Yeah, she Surely, she's in great. some kind of contract. Yeah, I was disappointed. Honestly, I'm disappointed with most remakes besides Corella. I loved Corella. I have not seen it. But that's Sun good Disney to hear Plot. that it's pretty good. I also watched it on a plane. It's well, very good. That's how you know it's good because you can always just sleep on a plane. The options are watch a movie or take a nap. And like some of us are tired. So to stay awake for a movie must be a good movie. Yeah. Well, I also watched it before that too. I did fall asleep on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Not to discount anything you just said, but also everything you just said. Happens. It's all good. It's It's great. <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate you so much i appreciate you also um give any oh, personal man. plugs um sign our petition for the nfl to change or not the nfl the bowl games to change whenever we get it out we need to find a lawyer to look at that petition mm. wonder if matt blair's what? free oh gosh <laughs> i'm sure he will be i'm sure he would be pissed uh, <laughs> oh my gosh um oh, listen to no, okay. no personal plugs <laughs> okay well if you ever have one let us know um i just have the usual listen tailgate society podcasts and we are sponsored by revelton distilling company out of iowa for listeners in iowa hit mm. them up if you like whiskey mm. yeah i myself I'm not in Iowa. Mary's not in Iowa either. We're both in Austin. And uh I'm not confident I've ever been to Iowa. Um I I wanna say nice things about Iowa, but They got good whiskey, I hear. They got they have good beverages. They do have good beverages and Iowa State's fun and I like they have good people. But I'm thinking about the food. I had this very mm. strange pizza. Um it was a crab rangoon pizza, and it was <gasps> so I gross. I love crab rangoons. We were shocked <laughs> nobody, but oh my gosh, I would take a bath in crab rangoon. <laughs> oh, they're Maybe. so good. And then okay. take a shower after because gross. Maybe going to Iowa might be good for you. They like mayonnaise there too. Well, maybe I belong in Iowa. And, oh my gosh, Iowa State is the only football stadium I've gone into because I haven't been into um, the Texas football stadium. But I got a corn dog, and it was the best time. I was so excited that I got a corn dog at this football game where they beat Texas. Well, why do we got to talk? Why do you got to bring that up? It we happened a couple of years ago. Okay. It was the year before the Panini. I was there for a bachelor party, and I got a corn dog. I love a corn dog. It's really dangerous that we now know how to make corn dogs. I know. The batter you made was so good. Yeah, that's my personal plug. I make yeah. good corn dog batter. It's a true <laughs> statement. 
Like many people can attest to this because those corn dogs were gone very quickly. Mm-hmm. I did not have enough of them. That's that's true. So next time more corn dogs. <laughs> Until next time. Until next time. Um, and then the bigger than sports moment, Justin Simmons of the Denver Broncos donated um, $88 for each tackle that um, the Broncos made on Sunday in honor of Demaryius Thomas, who passed away last week. Um, not a great, not a great time for Broncos fans and sad to see that he is very young. Yeah. Yeah. But that's so cool that they like did that. And like, yeah. that's like a very unique and like, really great way to like honor him and you know yeah and they donated to um a nonprofit that he was really involved with so um that would help like denver youth so it's good and it's very happy that he like did something really kind in this really tragic situation yeah definitely but that is all I have this week. You got any other, anything else, Mary? I always got something. Oh, man. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm done. <laughs> right. Well, thank you for coming on and co-hosting. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for having me. It's always an honor. It's always a joy to have you on. Um, we'll have you on again soon, I'm sure. To everyone else, thank you for listening. We will talk to you soon. Get excited for bowl games. Yeehaw.